Hi, I'm Odette. And I'm Karen. And we are your hosts for Roll Call, a podcast where we talk to our friends and friends of friends about what gets them out of bed in the morning. Hi, Odette. Hi, Karen. How are you going? I'm well, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. We have a very special day today. We do. We have our very first interview guest. Cameron Meacham. Hello. Hello, Karen. Hello, Odette. <laughs> nice Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for agreeing to come in and speak to us, especially after our class today. That's all right. You're welcome. Very happy to be here. That's really fun. And we have two things we have to congratulate you on. Since we did our little <laughs> preamble last time about how we know you, you have won another award. You, if I'm right, Capture yes, Magazine's true. top 10 emerging architectural photographers. Yes. Yeah, that's Yay. correct. Yeah. So, you know, just all... Get sick in the background, you know, because like, he's just sickeningly good. We're all fangirling out. Exactly. You know? And and it's Cam's birthday tomorrow and we wanted to say happy birthday to him especially because mm. happy birthday, yes. Cam. Thank we you. love him a lot. We've known him for a long time now and he's pretty special to us. So. Mm. Yes. Thank you so much. Cameron Meacham is an award-winning photographer whose passions include long exposure, seascapes and family portraiture. He's currently studying the Diploma of Photography and Photo Imaging at Melbourne Polytechnic. Cam, what have you studied before you studied photography? For years, I've actually worked in the sports and fitness industry, so in gyms. Mm-hmm. So that was my um, my first qualification, I guess. I have a, a degree, uh, so it's a Bachelor of Arts uh, Recreation Leadership. Yeah, so that sounds very impressive. It does. What do you do after you get that? Well, once you've got that, it's, it's hoping to send you in the, the fitness you know direction field. Um, so it's mm-hmm. like um, working in gyms, sort of what I did. You could also work at school camps, run run campsites, you know, manage big sporting facilities, that oh, type of thing. Okay. You could also, you know, work for the, yeah, work for the AFL, I guess. Oh, yeah. really okay. So you don't currently work in that field, though? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, I don't actually um, work in uh, the sports and rec industry at all anymore. I think I stopped in maybe 2019. Oh, okay. Currently, I, I actually work as a, a childcare educator. That's my, my, one of my other qualifications. I have a Cert 3 in, in early childhood. Uh, that's basically what I what I do now. I do that part time, um, two days a week, and the the rest of the week I'm home with my little girl Gracie, my three year old daughter, who is absolutely gorgeous. She is absolutely yeah. beautiful, she is and such a subject of many of Cam's photos. Mm, yeah, mm. she's great for photos. Yeah, she really, and she's just such a beautiful little girl. Mm, um, thank you. And, and so photography as well. Why photography? Photography. I guess I sort of stumbled across photography, fell in love with it, maybe. Uh, 10 or 15 years ago. It all sort of came about uh, when I met my wife, Emma. I, I basically had nothing to do with photography and I met her, I met her family. Her family are very into photographing their family functions. So mm-hmm. I, I sort of learnt from um, a little bit from her parents, her mum and dad. Her, her dad really loves taking photos at all the family functions. I would get asked to um, take some of their photos so he could actually be in the photos rather than him taking all the oh, photos. So as we all know. Yes, yes, yeah. You're the ring in. That's yeah. the ring in. so many photos <laughs> that you know, I'm not in. Mm. And you would all have the same thing yes. because you're yes. always the one behind the camera. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, so all, that's... all the photos that you are in are not as good as the one. <laughs> <laughs> that's really great. So you not only got Emma, but you got a passion. Mm. That's correct, yeah. really, really mm. lovely. Yeah, it was really, that. really amazing. Nice. Yeah, so that's that's basically where it came from, from Emma's family. And also they they lived on a um, a farm on the outskirts of Melbourne. Mm. And that's why I found my, my love and passion for um, landscape photography. It all started on, on their farm, okay. doing oh, shooting a lot of um, yes. sunsets, wandering the paddocks, um, taking photos of old farmhouses, basically. It's just amazing. I, I, I love their farm, love love anything to do with um, rural you know landscape photography as well. I do recall those images in mm, class, yeah, seeing those beautiful. from mm. your assignments, yeah. and they are brilliant. It's really lovely that they're such a 
um, a photographic or a photography loving family mm. as well that, that that's so important so you've got such willing models but you know we actually know you mainly through your seascapes mm-hmm. your gorgeous seascapes mm-hmm. um, and we'll put a link in the show notes because I think people should see your Instagram and see these incredible long exposure seascapes that you do beautiful so. calm images mm. and the colours and gorgeous colours how did you get into that? I only got into it since I started this course I think I started in um, photography course in 2016 I was inspired by other photographers I found online um, I, I sort of wanted to do what they were doing I guess with their amazing you know long exposure photography but I didn't I didn't have much of an idea on how to go about doing that so it was all about um, researching that online watching you know YouTube um, videos that type of thing I initially only had you know my old my old camera I think it was a, a Canon 650D I started off with didn't have a tripod never used a tripod in my life and I okay. realized that you needed a tripod yeah, for long yeah. exposure photography mm, um, indeed so I had to purchase a, a tripod and, and also I didn't know how they got those beautiful, you know, soft colours you get with long exposure photography mm. and discovered you need to either go, you know, generally either early morning or late in the evening, sunrise or sunset. And the other other things that help you with your, your long exposure photography would be um, neutral density filters, ND filters, you know, possibly polarising filters, yeah, that type yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Didn't have anything like that at all and um, researched where to buy those and, and basically just went and purchased my myself a couple of ND filters just to start off with was the really, really cheap ones and gave it a shot you know kept uh, researching how they do it what sort of settings you use on mm. your camera um you know getting mm. more into the manual mode on your camera yeah yeah, yeah. look it's really um, interesting that you talk about it because um you mentioned that you were inspired when we when you started the course mm. but of course we've learned nothing like that and so i love hearing you talk about it because you have such a depth of knowledge and that only comes with that sort of research i think mm. and the passion to actually go and research absolutely that drive to go and look yeah. it up yourself sometimes and yeah that's yeah. right those neutral density filters they're not cheap tam I've no, researched those myself. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. They're, they're not. They're, they can be quite expensive. Well, the good yeah. ones, yeah. I, I yeah. think yeah. I ended up buying a couple on eBay for, and they were the variable yes, ND yes. ones. Mm-hmm. And I think I paid $8 each mm. for them, which is appallingly right. cheap. Yeah, um, And they're really quite good. I mean, horses for courses. Mm. Well, or, I guess if you're getting the results out of them yeah. that you're and happy I, with. I'm not doing the sort of stuff that Cam's doing. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I just, you know, was trying to um, give myself a longer exposure on a, a manual camera that has a very short a very small range yes exposures yes Mm. well I do remember you gave me those neutral density filter recommendations last year when I was um, playing around with you know buying stuff Mm. internet (laughs) when um, we were locked down and yeah Yeah. what else should I get and But I need to get out there now, so I might have to book you in for a neutral density filter. That sounds like a great idea. Mm, Together, perhaps. Give it a go. Yeah, that'd be really great because I think we could learn a lot from Cam um, Mm. with doing those because those the silky water, like the silky Mm. colours that you get Mm. with the long exposures, I just think is so beautiful to look at. Mm. And I know how to do it in theory. I've read, but I haven't taken it that next step. Mm. And and actually tried it out. So let's go out for a shoot one day. Yeah, yeah and, and the beach is um, the beach is really cold now. So we could go out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We definitely are cold frogs, aren't we? We are mm. definitely. Uh, give me windy, stormy Heath Heathcliff. Yep. Heathcliff. <laughs> oh my god. I'm there. Kate Bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds yeah, really that's good. Great. Yeah. Uh, look, thanks for filling us in on that. That's really helpful. We touched on before. You don't need expensive equipment or expensive ND filters. I bought a um, a circular variable ND filter. Mm. 
my first one might have been, I think, mm-hmm. $20, something yeah, like that. And, yeah. and that's the one I still have for my that same camera, the Canon 650D. Just give it a try, I'd say. Yeah. Get a tripod, get a filter, and yeah. have a go. No, that's mm. really great. And yeah. you don't mind getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning and doing it, I know, because I, I, no, I no. know you've taken a lot of dawn shots. That's correct. Yeah, I do, do that all the time. <laughs> I think I, I drive my wife mad because mm. pretty much every morning when we're on holidays, I'm up at 5 a.m. and she... I don't think you drive her mad. I think she's so incredibly <laughs> proud of you, and she's so she incredibly is. proud of the work you do. She's very so, patient with um, me, put it that way. She's, she yeah. is just... The most supportive, incredibly talented, and a great woman. model as well. Mm, Absolutely, she, yeah, let's very, not forget yeah. she has modelled for the classes. I actually met her. Yes, I'm her very willing model. Studio Emma, yeah. one mm, when you, you were styling her for um, our, our Hollywood portrait shoot, and mm, that's correct. My yeah. first interaction with Emma was. It's lovely to meet you. Excuse me while I adjust your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so fortunately, we got on really well because it seemed like a bit of a you know an ask <laughs> the first yeah. time you meet someone. But she's so game, mm. so willing. It's really great. You worked out very well. Sports. I was I was very nervous. I think as well as everybody was in Emma on that that particular photo shoot. So it was really lovely. Beautiful. Mm. Yeah, I we agree. In, yeah. We went in no, I was um I was somewhere else in another class at the yeah, time. Yeah, so Odette yeah. wasn't in that same class with us. But um, at that stage, we were like. I met you guys after that, yeah, I think, the yeah, year yeah. after perhaps. I think that's right. Too. I would have been busy in the dark room that year when you were doing that. that oh, okay. Sense. You see? So the beach is your dark room, really. We were yeah, talking last week correct. about how Karen has been using the dark room I for various reasons. Going to my happy place. It's been fantastic and I have just thoroughly enjoyed it. But, yeah, it's really interesting how everybody has their favourite thing. You've got your seascapes. Mm. Odette has her incredible cinematic images with beautiful, yeah, beautiful. You know, filmic col- colour oh. and... Yeah, really saturated, gorgeous. And yes, and you've like got your beautiful stills. documentary and the oh, portraits. But and it's so interesting how it's it's one medium, but it has so many aspects to it. Mm, um, that's right. And it's so great. Uh, I did not I've talked about this before, but part of the reason I love doing a subject a semester is because I can stretch it out as long as I can mm. to spend it with people who don't mind talking about cameras and photography and all that sort of stuff unlike some of like our poor long-suffering families sometimes <laughs> having to put up with us you know I remember being in the Grampians so many times stopping to take a photo of something and one particular image I absolutely adore it's this little tiny skink who I lay down on the rocks going up to the pinnacle and the skink came up right up to the lens because it could see itself oh, and, wow. and, and sort of basked in the, in the reflection mm. And I was just lying there for probably five minutes taking these pictures and I got up and Michael and Meg were nowhere to be seen. I'm like, okay, maybe I need to pay more attention. Well, we always feel like <laughs> Prince Philip because I'm always walking about two or three metres yeah. behind everybody else. Exactly. You know, so <laughs> we all play that role, the three of us, don't we? Yeah, we do. That's right. We have very loving and patient families, don't yeah, we? Yeah, <laughs> yes. we do. Cameron, your favourite lens? Oh, my favourite lens. I, I think Karen probably knows the answer to yeah, this one. I can I'd, tell you. I'd say, yeah, 24 to 105. Ah, I reckon L series, that's yes. my, my favourite. Yes. And I, I must admit, so. I still have my Canon um, 5D Mark II. I only use it if I'm in the studio because I just find it way too heavy. Mm. But my same lens, um, I absolutely adore. It's my favourite walking around lens. It's mm. just so lovely. Took it all around Japan. It was fantastic. And it works really, really well on my film camera, which is just such a oh, bonus. Yeah. So oh, I, I cool. use it on that as well. So, mm. yeah, it's great. I've got the Fuji equivalent now, the mm. 1680. Yeah, I've mm. got the Sony equivalent yeah. too. After mm. after you told me about it, yeah. I thought, oh, I must try the Sony one. Nothing mm. like uh, having a one you know, one size fits all walking around lens for when you're mm. travelling or right. whatever. Mm. Um, you can have your primes. I love my primes yes. as well. But if I just want something that's going to cover all situations, mm. perfect. Yeah, yeah. That's I'd have to agree. That's the 
the lens I use almost all the time. So it'll be mm. landscape, seascape, portraiture, mm. you know, street photography, everything. And I do take it, as you said, I travel photography. It goes to Noosa with me all the time. Yeah. It's a beautiful lens for long exposure photography. And the one behind that, which is a very similar lens, would be 24 to 70. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, a yeah. very similar lens. Mm. Yeah, that's the workhorse, but, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah. They're both my favourite two lenses by far. Mm. Mm. So, Cam, in terms of the longer term, what are you hoping to do with photography? I'm hoping to have a, a, a small photography business. I'm probably focused mainly on um, child portraiture and family portraiture, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, I do a little bit of it now, but not a lot. I'd, I'd like to delve into a little bit more um, once I've completed the diploma. My ultimate dream, I don't know if it'll happen, but I, I'd love it if it did. I'd love to actually have my own you know, gallery, um, you know, mm-hmm. focusing on fine art prints, uh, yeah. you know, yes. landscape, landscape photography, yeah. um, seascape photography. You know, limited sort of prints, that type of thing. I can see that happening. Yeah, I absolutely would love that to happen. Let's put it out there. Mm. So, Cameron, any tips for budding photographers wanting to enter awards to get something out of it? In terms of photography competitions, I'd say um, with myself, I'd, I'd thought about it for a long period of time and I guess... I would say to any budding photographers out there, you just got to give it a go. You know, don't think about it too long. A really big tip in terms of comps would be to try something a little bit left of centre in terms of entering your photo, something very different that the judges haven't seen before. You know, you don't want to enter the enter the same old, I guess, landscape or the same old portrait. Something really different generally mm. gets the judges' attention. I would say. Thank you, Cam. Can you write that down, Karen? No, I need I'll, to I'll know write that. it in my head because I have a notebook. <laughs> Thank you. That's right. You're welcome. One of the things we wanted to ask you that's relevant to the topic of the podcast is what made you come back to study as a mature age student and what do you think of it? Hmm. It was it was all to do with wanting a career change, I guess, mm. wanting something new, something different. And, mm. and I actually want to get a uh, study a bit further and get a qualification. My advice, I'd say to anybody that is thinking as a mature age student, thinking of further study, I'd, I'd say just, just do it. I'm sure lots of people think about it, but myself, I thought about it for a number of years and didn't actually do it. I wish I had done it sooner because mm. it's, yeah. it's one of the most... Me too. One of the most amazing things I've ever done. In terms of, um, you know, you make some amazing friendships, you know, meet some amazing people. And like you were saying before, Karen... You, you meet people that are interested in photography and mm. you can talk for hours about cameras and photography Absolutely. and we've, we've all got the same common interest, I Absolutely. guess. Absolutely, yes. mm. but it's such a great stepping off point too because mm. we now know so many other things about each other. Mm, that's and, correct. And these friendships that have formed as a, like, sort of with a kernel of, of common interest mm. have become really genuine friendships. And, you know, I, I so love coming in on a Wednesday. You know, no matter what's going on, this is such a happy place to be mm, to come in and see you guys have a bit of a laugh have, yeah. have just do something completely different from the everyday yes and I, it's just become really really special um to me i think it's become a necessity for me because yeah, yeah. life's so hectic I, mm. I really find that this is my first happy place mm. it's just getting away yep. to a new world where you guys are there just the best thing isn't it because you can have that two second catch up how is everybody what's happening mm-hmm. you know you you get your update and then you can go, all right, now we need to talk about something that's going to take us away mm. from that. Yes. And it's just such a special, important thing to have, I think. Yes, mm. that's right. Mm. Mm. It's that's lovely. Right. You go away feeling refreshed mm. and calm, yeah. Yeah, yeah agree. Mm. What was the most difficult thing for you in coming to this class as a mature age student? Was there anything you had to really overcome to get here to class? I guess it, was, it wasn't major for me, but it's just a, a, the unknown, I guess, and, and the change from what you're used to in the everyday, you know, everyday life and your everyday job that you go and do. I didn't actually know anyone at all when I first was in the class, but like mm-hmm. as we discovered, we all made you know made really uh, quick friendships and we all got heaps in common. Mm. So they were the two biggest fears, I guess. You know, mm. the unknown, no friendships. 
Yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem to matter how old you are, does it? You mm. go into a new situation yeah. like that. Yeah, and I guess I didn't think I was very confident with photography and with the camera, so that was another thing. I was very nervous about coming into a class wondering how what right. you know, what level everyone else was at. Yeah, sure. fair I enough. As well, yeah. And I yeah. think we all felt the same. Yeah. Um, and you have proven time and time again that not only are you competent, like mm. incredibly competent, you're talented. <laughs> yes. You know, so, so, you know, obviously... Such a quiet achiever. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you weren't lacking competence or talent. I was going to say, I still probably lack a bit of confidence, but hey. thank you anyway, Karen. But you know, <laughs> no, 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 it's all, it's all good. I mean, yeah. development for all of us has been like steep curve mm. in a good oh, way. Yeah. Especially, you know, when you have um, critiques, like mm, one of my right. least favourite things is, a, mm. is to have a critique because even if I'm happy with something, somebody else looking at it, you feel so exposed. Mm, and I right. think that coming back as a mature age student, you know, there are some times when you go, oh God, I'm not going to worry about that, you know, I'm not five, I'm not whatever. Mm. I can take it on the chin if mm. someone doesn't like what I do. But there's also this little kid inside you that mm. is terribly nervous. And so mm. it can be a really scary thing to go back and do mature age yeah. study. When you, yeah, you... Because you're a grown-up now and people, well, most <laughs> people I know sort of think that I'm, I should know what I'm doing most of the time. Yeah. Um, and so that grown-up in you says, okay, well, I better do this right. Yeah, mm. exactly. Little but kid that's says, the best well, thing. You're in a room sure. with lots of other people who are only pretending. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we all feel the same yeah. way, I think, don't and we? And it's yeah. so personal. Mm. What we're putting out there, it's not like we're putting out um, you know, maths questions or a that's progress right. report. That's right, answer. Yeah. No, that's mm. right. This is personal stuff. This is creativity mm. and it's all coming from in here. Mm. Mm. I correct, agree, yeah. though. I think the, the trick is just to do it. And we've said mm. this, I think... Probably every episode of the podcast so far, yeah. we have said, what would you do? Like, what is it you want to do? Just go and do it. Yes. Don't, like, if it's nerve-wracking, it's nerve-wracking. Deal with it. Ask questions. That's the one thing I reckon as a mature-age student. I remember going back the first time because, as you know, this is like... Well, I'm a perennial student. This, I've been back. Well, you know, we were talking about the uh, <laughs> eternal um, the polymath perennial. here. So, you know, there's still courses that she hasn't done yet, guys. So. Don't be rude. Um, but I'm not being rude. I'm being rude. <laughs> but um, I remember the first time I went back to study as a mature age student being absolutely terrified mm. and wondering what on earth I was going to do and how I was going to mm. manage. And that process of just having a shot – thinking I am an adult, the teacher's not going to send me to the principal office, principal's mm. office if I make a mistake <laughs> or if I happen to speak out of turn. It's like, you know, and I remember um, saying we, we were talking about how we will question the teachers as mature age students, you mm. know, where you get the 18-year-olds who um, often won't. Yeah. Well, just yeah. from lack yeah. of they, – they may want to, but just lack of experience Absolutely. in terms of, uh, you know, what's the consequence of this. That's yeah. exactly right, whereas we will say – Excuse, excuse me, can you just tell me again? Or can you show that again because my eyesight's not that great? I really can't see. <laughs> can you bring that closer? Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> becoming far more common than it should. I, I agree. I, I, um, as you both know, I probably ask uh, a whole heap of questions or too many questions when I'm no, answering class. No, never You've been really great because you have questions that I don't think of and then mm. you ask them and it's like, Oh my God, why didn't I think of that? As, as a younger person, I would think I'd like to ask that question. I didn't have the confidence. So just, I would mm. just go through my younger years never asking questions. So I guess mm. now I'm probably making up for it a little bit as a mature no, age great. student. So, yeah. but I do. If I'm unsure, I definitely ask. Well, there's time's moving. Time moves. <laughs> <laughs> time moves too quickly. It does. Mm, it does. <laughs> and life is short, and you've got to ask these things when you get an opportunity. Exactly. Mm. Now, speaking of asking things, yeah. am I allowed to ask a silly question? Yeah. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, sure. So, Cameron, 
If you could live anywhere in the world, where would that be and why? And that's not a silly question. No, we know the answer to that, Queensland. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you got me, Karen. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Definitely Queensland. Yeah. Right. I, I'd have to definitely be near the beach, on the beach. It doesn't have to be Queensland, but I do favour Queensland and, and Noosa and Port Douglas. I'd say my dream destination would be to live See, we'd only ever see Noosa you during winter because Odette and I both hate the heat, so uh, yeah, we're just wimps. Yeah. Oh, look, maybe we could do a weekend flight there, maybe. Yeah, sounds good to me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, we could get up early in the morning. It's cool then, right? <laughs> mm, very yeah. early in the morning when I get up for sunrise. <laughs> yeah, right. f- 5 o'clock or 4 o'clock in the morning. Come out yeah. with you and you can teach us how to do the long <laughs> exposure. We can yeah. hold the reflectors. Sounds like a plan, yeah. I've got this image of you and I holding reflectors and flying away because the wind is blowing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'm probably too well attached to the ground for that. Mm. <laughs> no. God. Okay, so Cameron. What's your favourite thing to do when you're not working? Things I like to do in my, in my free time would be obviously photography. Mm. I enjoy uh, fitness, keeping fit. Mm. Uh, I'd say um, one of the more recent things I like is listening to records. I've got recently got back into records ah, and LP, vinyl That's right, type you thing. got a yeah. turntable, didn't yes, you? Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah, so Fantastic. that's um, always loved music, but mm. now I'm into um, you know, listening to some vinyl records. Which, mm. oh, yeah, what, which ones? Which ones? Oh, I do like a bit of rock, a bit of Guns N' Roses, you know, old oh, school rock oh, and roll, oh, 80s rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I said the the other thing I really enjoy in my in my free time is probably spending time with my little girl Gracie, yeah. going oh, going to the course. park, um, yeah. you know, throwing yeah. a ball around that type of thing. It's yeah. Such a precious time. It isn't is. It? Yeah, I'm when, so when glad you're mm. really glad you've got the ability to spend time with yeah. her because mm. they grow up too quickly, don't Absolutely. they, Karen? Oh, they don't do. they ever? Mm. It does it goes past way too fast and you've just got to grab hold of it and enjoy every mm. second. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And it does get better. So, you know, <laughs> it does get better. <laughs> no, no, not like that it's, it gets, sorry, I, I should rephrase that. And it gets even better over it time. Does. Mm. Yeah, it does. Yeah. You know, I remember when Meg was little thinking, oh, I love this stage. You know, this is the mm. best stage. And then something had changed and you go, oh, I love this stage. Yes. And I think that that's so true. And, yeah. you know, as they get older, if you're lucky, and I've been very lucky and I know you're the same. Mm. You also get to be friends with them. Mm. It's such a treat yes, to, to have mm. that, you know. And um, yeah, I think you, you really you do have to just treasure it. And honestly, Gracie is such a beautiful girl, and she's such a a little spitting image of you. <laughs> yeah, as well. she, she's she definitely is. a daddy's yeah. girl. Thank you, yeah. I said something. I saw a picture of some uh, Meg looking at something on Instagram, and I asked her what it was, and she said, "Have a look at it. You'll know who it is because <laughs> it's a little girl with Cameron's face." <laughs> and yeah, she's just so so beautiful. She's, so she's my sweet. little twin. Yeah. yeah, she's gorgeous. Okay, Odette's got the curly question now. Okay, so Cameron. You're on a landscape shoot in some amazing location and you've only got one shot left on your, your SD card mm-hmm. and you've only got one hour left of good morning light. We know how precious morning light and mm. good light is. Do you, A, wipe the first 10 shots, hoping that the next 11 will be even better? We need a little tick, tick, tick <laughs> sound in the background. Mm. B, sling your camera and tripod on your pack and go for a quick jog to check out all the angles for this one final shot. Or C, sit back and have another coffee. You've got a fully charged iPhone in your pocket, and that will do the trick. <laughs> well, it's a bit of a bit of a hard one, a bit of a challenge. I'd I'd say I'm leaning towards the first one. I, I would say, <laughs> as much as I love taking photos with my with my iPhone, I'd say the first one. I'd, I'd probably look back on on the uh, last ten photos I've taken and delete the uh, the last ten or even the last few that I didn't like and and um, 
try again to get oh, the you're such the a next, perfectionist that's why you yeah, win the awards to get the next 10 with yeah. with that you know little bit of morning light that i've got left <laughs> yeah, over I, yeah. I think that's good the one i choose for sure yeah. yeah lovely good answer and i can see that in the images that you're producing yeah. too they're just mm. flawless i have mm. to talk Thank to you about you. there's one of yours that i really want to get a print of too so i have to talk yeah, me to you too about that. <laughs> i'm happy happy to help yeah excellent <laughs> we'll put your Great, instagram yeah. details on our podcast notes mm, sounds good um and just one request I, we did talk about your chef image that we took um <laughs> a few years ago would you be willing to put that on the podcast notes as well oh possibly i'd have to think about that All right, we talk later yeah. <laughs> can, can we have karen in the photo as well no 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 <laughs> anybody who listened last week knows that odette and i have a, uh, we a, have a deal in place because i have a photo of her wearing a japanese face mask oh. And she has that photo of me dressed as a lush at the Melbourne Cup. <laughs> and we've agreed that we won't post each other's photos. If one of us does it, the other one will. So <laughs> I'm right. sorry, Cameron, but no. <laughs> we, we should put them all on, all three of us together. And then, oh. then it's even. Then it's okay. Oh, yeah, actually. Mm, <laughs> we go outside, we talk now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, nope. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if anyone will ever want to talk to me again once they see that um, you know, crazy them. photo of me, I think. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you heard the introduction we gave you last week yet, <laughs> but we were talking about how beautifully clean cut mm. and gorgeous you are and how this was the exact opposite, <laughs> the opposite. of you. The theme uh, of the assignment was alter ego, mm, so it's yes. the opposite of who you are. Mm. Yeah. Um, and Odette <laughs> did a very, very good job. We were actually incredibly lucky with that shoot because we happened to um, also piggyback onto another student's mm. makeup artist. We were really lucky. She was amazing and she was very happy to do all of our makeup. So instead of having, um, you know, just cobbled together very amateurish makeup, we had <laughs> mm. fully professional Amazing makeup professional done, makeup, yeah. Uh, which mm. was incredible. Mine was done and then instantly smeared, which I thought was hilarious. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've never had makeup done like that before and, and I've never looked quite like that. Yes, I never really understood how much value a professional makeup artist could provide mm. on a shoot. Which is crazy because we should. We should understand that mm. because we're photographers and we constantly are up against people saying, oh, well, Johnny can do that with his iPhone. Yes. Well, Johnny may be able to do that with his iPhone. Mm. Yeah. But... Not you the know, same. there is a very definite place for professional photographers, which is why we're all doing this in the first place. Exactly. Well, mm. a shout out to Stefania Marie, who is the makeup artist we're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Incredible. You'll find her on my Instagram page. Yeah, excellent. So we, we, of all people, should be supporting makeup and hair artists. Any day. Yeah, They're worth yeah. their weight in gold. Absolutely. Mm. Definitely. Things. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's probably it for now. Cameron, thank you so much for talking to us today. Yes, thank you. It's all right. Really? You're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Beth, so much. Okay. See, See you guys. <laughs> See you later. Bye. Bye, everybody.